Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. NFL Week 4 started with a Rock City victory on the road versus the Green Bay Packers, a result that pushed the Detroit Lions to uncharted territory in my lifetime. Now sitting on top as minus 200 favorites to win the NFC North. Only two teams with a higher probability to win the division right now on DraftKings Sportsbook. Enough of the old, let's talk about the new countdown to payout. Week 4 starts right now! Sean Brace, John Jansen, and a good afternoon. We are live on Fox Sports Radio to Gambler. We will take you all the way up to 2 p.m. That's well into the 1 p.m. games, enough to set you up for success. And, of course, from now until kickoff, we're going to give you the best DFS slash fantasy slash prop bets slash plays to stay away. (laughs) All that and more. And, as I said, a good afternoon, John Jansen. How we doing? How you doing? Look at you with the the cold opens like Joe Buck over here. Ah, That's impressive. I got my hair plugs looking really good good today. Well, you should get hair plugs. That's what you're missing. It's a long time. That was a long time ago. (laughs) That ship has sailed, my friend. That's that's the Mayflower. That's the Santa Maria. I don't know. I think you can pull it What were the other ships that were pulled in here to the port? I mean, you still have enough time. Your your daughter's still probably not making, you know, memories yet. So you still have time to get some hair and, you know... Make it work. All good. All good. As long as we get some winners today, that's all that matters. Last week we hit. We hit on a lot, including a five-team parlay that I cashed out on. Still won, but I cashed out on it. We'll see if we can find something there because there are a lot of injuries that are big-time factors in a lot of these games, especially in the 1 o'clocks. We got nine 1 o'clock kicks, three late. You got to love when NFL does that. Of course, we got live action right now, Tracy, and a lot to discuss here on Countdown to Payout, presented by our friends over at Mall Chevy South Jersey's number one volume dealership. Go check out Dante and company. Tell them that you're listening to us on The Gambler. If you need a ride, nobody to mess around with. I'm telling you. You go to Mall Chevy right now. You can find them in Cherry Hill or online at mallchevy.com. We'll talk more about those guys and gals a little bit later, but let's open it up with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Commanders about to kick it off here in about an hour. John Jansen, DraftKings Sportsbook now has this number at nine. We have upped the ante just a little bit. The Eagles are a nine home point favorite here. Nothing really to like from the commander side, right? Like that's the issue that everybody faces. You want to, you d- almost don't want to fall into your bias and say, "Ah, oh, the Eagles are going to win by thirty. But tell me how the commanders get the job done today against this Eagle team that is dominating on both sides of the, of the trenches 
true beef up front, Judge Jansen. Yeah, it's okay to be biased with the Eagles just because they're that good. And they're better than Washington in every way in this game. All the things that Washington can do well, especially up the middle with their defensive line, the Eagles can neutralize because their interior offensive line is very good. So it's just, it's a mismatch all the way around. Uh, I know last year, you know, Washington came away with a victory in Philadelphia, but that was last year. They did. Yes. I I think this is a little bit different, though. Well, tell me what's the big difference for you. Uh, Washington defensively, probably not as good as last year. And, yeah. you know, they, they got lucky in that game. Like, let's call it how it is. There were fumbles in that game, just a, a lot of miscues on the Eagles end that you're not expecting. Unless you expect something like that to happen. Now, the Eagles have been winning the turnover battle by a wide margin in the first three weeks. Yep. So I just, it's hard to, hard to say that Washington's going to win that area of this game and win the turnover battle when the Eagles have just been doing it all season long because, you know, they're very good at intercepting the ball, causing fumbles. Like that, that is a stat that could have variance and there is a bit of luck involved. But for the Eagles, they just continue to make it happen because they have really good players. So I just I think it's going to continue to happen in that way. So I, I just don't I don't see Washington getting in this game. Yeah, as as you pointed out, there were four turnovers by the Philadelphia Eagles in that last year's battle. Thirty two twenty one. It was At the a, worst times too. It, it was a stunner, wasn't that the Dallas Goddard face mask too? That yeah, wasn't Dallas called? Goddard face mask. The Quez Watkins fumble when he got deep down the field. Yep. Uh, yeah, just a lot of miscues at the at really bad times. Yeah, they fumbled on three of their last four possessions. And on the flip side of that, what I remember the most was that the Eagles could not stop the the uh, commanders from just moving the football down the field. And uh, they had long drives, 12, 13, 14, and 16 play drives last year. And, of course, that led them to the victory. Now, these are division teams. They know each other extremely well. There's a new wrinkle with Eric Bieniemy now in D.C., but there's also a new wrinkle with the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's the fact that nobody can run the freaking football against them. <laughs> All right, so if you want to tell me that, that is gonna, also a big difference, they're going to have yeah. long drives. Okay, well then Sam Howell going to complete a bunch of screen passes and and you know slant routes, and that's how they extend it. It's not going to happen. I'm not sitting here telling you that Commanders won't score points, but the 12, the 14 play drives. That's over. That's not going to happen with that defensive front right now for the Eagles. This place is on fire. It is a gorgeous day in Philadelphia. It is just, it feels like the Eagles are going to roll today. But again, got to respect them, a division opponent that came in here with some belief after what they went through last year. So I, I don't believe that they're going to get the job done. That's where we talk about the almighty equalizer, the point spread. I'll tell you where I stand. This is where I am. Plays in pocket. It's my survivor pool play this year or this week. Two pools I'm in. One high money, one decent money. Got them both rolling with the birds. I got them open. I'm a survive in advance type of guy. I don't look to, oh, three weeks from now I could use them. I used DC in week one. I got the Eagles open. I'm rolling with them here. So that's number one. Teasers, you want to bump them down all day. Nine. It's, that's a big number. I do expect the Eagles to win by double digits, but you know it's going to happen. The back door will, will remain open. So good luck, but if you're making me make a play on this, I yeah, have I, to go nine. I mean, if it got down to nine and a half or eight and a half, you know, I would tease it down just because you can get past the three, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't opt to tease just to get to a get three. To three. Yeah, you're right. But, so that's more along the lines with the eight and a half. That's yeah, yeah. I, I think that would be much better if you can get that because then essentially you're just asking the Eagles to win. You know, I, I think they can cover the nine and a half. Uh, nine, nine and a half. I'm seeing a 
couple different numbers um, that are coming up on DraftKings. What are you seeing? I, I just I'm seeing nine and a half. It's it's moved wow. up a little bit. So yeah, it's it's kind of well, moving around. It's no surprise because you yeah, can't talk yourself not at all. into DC. Well, that's that's the thing. You're you're exactly right about this Eagles team now. Is you can't run the ball on them. Like that was that was something that could make the game so much easier for you against the Eagles last year because you could run the ball, you can control the clock, you could take the Eagles offense off the field for long stretches. You know, that's that was the best way to beat the Eagles. And now you can't do that this year because you have Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis who are now with some of the best run stoppers uh, in the NFL inside. And the linebackers are actually playing kind of well. I thought last week, at least, linebacking play was unbelievable, especially with Nicholas Morrow. Uh, so I, I've been I've been really impressed with the run stopping. Now it's all up to quarterbacks. And look, Sean, there are quarterbacks in this league who are going to beat the Eagles secondary. It's going to happen. Uh, it will happen at times. There are just too many great quarterbacks in this league. Uh, I mean, two is coming into town in a few weeks. So, it, I mean, it's going to be really difficult at times to stop some of these passing offenses. But... Sam Howell and Washington are not one of those passing offenses. This is a this is a uh, not only a mismatch because of talent, mm-hmm. uh, it's a mismatch because of play styles and what they can do. They just Washington cannot do I think what is needed to beat the Eagles in this game. And oh by the way, the Birds are 3 and 0, but if you ask anybody uh, anything about the quarterback, you can get and well it shouldn't surprise anyone, but you can get a reply from A to Z, right? A lot of people are like, Of course, he's playing great. They're undefeated, everything's good. Then I hear people playing, man, he's been brutal. Like it it's not Jalen Hurts. He's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback through three games. Everyone's just gotta relax. I think today could yeah, be relax. the perfect I think today could be that perfect I think recipe. So. I, I think I we completely. can see a, a total team effort. Over to the defense though. Let's talk about this because you're talking about a commander's team that gave up nine sacks as you pointed out, intercepted them four times last week. I'm not going to sit here and sit, talk about the interceptions, although if you do want to take a flyer on a possible QB prop for how I wouldn't hate it. But let's talk about the sacks because there's definitely money to be made in that market. Uh, right at the top of my list, where are you looking as far as sacks for the Eagles? What would you go with? Because Jalen Carter is the one. <laughs> I know, and, and he's can, probably priced up to it. Well, him. no, it's .25, so if he gets a quarter of a sack, you get it, if he gets credit for a half a sack, you're going away with even money. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you? Plus 100. He's a man amongst Fletcher Cox, too. I think Fletcher Cox has been, that's where I look. You know, Fletcher Cox, same thing, plus 124. 124, not bad. I just look in the middle of that defensive line, really. Uh, I think that's where you can, you can make your money because the Eagles, the interior defensive line for the Eagles, that's where they're great. That's where they're the best, I think, the best in the league uh, because of the depth that they have. Uh, they, I think that's, that's where I'd go. You know, I can't trust Reddick in this game yet. Maybe Josh Sweat, but Josh Sweat, you're taking a, a bit of a juice on that one. So I don't like that too much. So I, to me, interior defensive line, you know, you're, you're getting overs and plus monies on them, you know, at 0.25. So yeah, I just, I, I think. That's that's where you got to bet here for the Eagles. It's just they're too good. There is a lot of money to be made. I know people don't want to hear this, but he's top five as far as paying out on interceptions. That's Jalen Hurts. He's had a couple of them too, including last week. Uh, plus one thirty. If you think Jalen Hurts is going to continue his ugly ways and and throw in some tough passes and 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 defenders coming up with some big time picks, that's a nice number at plus one thirty. I did see through three weeks. He is one of the cut top quarterbacks in that category, a category that you do know you do not want to be listed no. in. No. Sam Howell minus one. 166 on DraftKings Sportsbook, only a, a half of interception there, so you just need one of your cash in. A little bit too pricey for my blood, but you know where I stand on this game. Final thoughts, 30 seconds on the birds and commanders for you. Anything from the gambling side we didn't t- we didn't cover? 
Uh, I think this is going to be more of a Jalen Hurts passing game. So I think you could look at wide receivers for touchdowns. Devontae Smith, I think, for any time at plus 150 could be good. Uh, Dallas Goddard, even though you know mm. it's, a, it's a new play caller. Looked at him for DFS today. Yeah, DFS is still you know, a little pricey. I, I think at some point we're going to see the Dallas Goddard game happen. It's just, you know, it's a different play caller. And so I, I think each play caller, you know, has their own tendencies. And right now it's just Dallas Goddard's getting left out. That has to change, though, and I think it could change in this game. But yeah, I, I think it's more of a passing game. Uh, you want to neutralize uh, the, the secondary for, for Washington. I think they're, they're not great. And again, they're good run stoppers. Like they have some pretty big boys on the inside of that interior defensive line. So I think, I think this is a Jalen Hurts uh, passing game. And I think he does well. Joe, uh, John Jansen's never done television. So he doesn't understand a concept of 30 seconds, but oh, that, that, that was good. I like that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> 30 seconds to me. It's DeAndre Swift. Right now, DK still floating out for a hundred yards. Nice bonus here. Plus 370. Little bit on that. And of course, I'm coming back over to his prop at 65 and a half. I think I fired on it, uh, last night. So 65 and a half, DeAndre Swift behind that offensive line. The dude is not getting touched. And of course, as I said, over a hundred, you got to get on that. And that was an easy plus five. It was five to one plus 500 against Tampa Bay Bucks for him to go over a buck rushing. All right. Let's keep him moving. Sean Brace, John Jansen. John, I want to tee you up on this before we get into the, the, uh, Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills, which is easily the game of the weekend here. Sorry, Taylor Swift. Game of the year so far today. Jacks, uh, this year. Jacksonville and Atlanta, 23 to seven. Jacksonville minus three going into this one. They know the field. They know the area. They know the trip a little bit better than most. Of course, being played, uh, played a bunch of games and, most likely will be moving their franchise there uh, <laughs> over the next five years. It's going to happen eventually. It'll probably I don't know be, if it'll be them. It's maybe. going to be somebody. We know that. Somebody Anyways, will be in line. Minus three. I fired on Trevor Lawrence and company. I felt like this was going to be too much for Ritter over there. It turned out that that was on point. But I just want to ask your question, you a question about Trevor Lawrence as we pull up the box score right now. It's 23-7. to seven. This game is looking like it's over here in the fourth quarter. And Jacksonville, they scored immediately, in the, I think, on the second drive on not mistaken to Ridley. 23 of 30, 207, a touchdown, no interceptions. Ho-hum, get the job done. Is that the way you view today? Yeah, that's a that's how I kind of view it. Look, a couple of missed reads, I think, by Trevor Lawrence today. Could have maybe had a, an extra touchdown or two uh, if he would have saw them. But I think a lot of what's happening is Jacksonville's offensive line hasn't been very good, so he's speeding up the process even when he doesn't have to. Uh, so I, I think you know, just get he's got to get comfortable behind that offensive line. It's really bad. Uh, so I, I think that's some of the issues they need to fix. But overall, yeah, it's it's a London game. You it, all you had to do was just play a clean game against Atlanta, and that's what it felt like. They were they were trying every short pass, you know, not keeping him back in the pocket too long so he can get hit and turn the ball over. Uh, this was a very clean, very safe game from Jacksonville, and that's all they really need. Bijan Robinson, watch out for him. Just put him in the Hall of He's Fame. A he is unbelievable. Five grabs, thirty-two yards out of the backfield. He had fourteen carries for over a buck there. Ritter, though, is the story on on the. Falcon side, two interceptions, including one pick six. Drake London did score a touchdown. I know a lot of people were going nuts, all the fantasy nerds. London! He's playing in London! Has that ever happened before? I love that. London if, calling. If I got paid a dollar for every time I read that yeah, tweet, okay. I'd be a rich man. Anyways, um, he did You gotta score. play the hits, Bryce. Uh, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> cheese, cheese is good. Cheese, <laughs> cheese is good. Is good. One, one touchdown for Drake <laughs> London in there. Over on the flip side, Jacksonville, my co-host over to my right said that uh, Travis Etienne or needed to be carrying the ball a hell of a lot more than Bigsby. I guess Doug Peterson took your phone call this week. 20 carries for Etienne, 55 yards, no touchdowns, and Bigsby only three carries for 10 yards. 
Kirk, though, that's the surprise here. Ridley did score the touchdown. Christian Kirk, though, eight grabs. I don't have the targets in front of me, 84 yards. That's pretty impressive for Christian Kirk. Yeah, it is. This game plan, it seemed like, was to get work in the slot, uh, middle of the field. So a lot of Evan Ingram, too, and Christian Kirk. This this seemed like it was made for for their game uh, because, they, you know, the way Atlanta's defense is, they've been getting burned by the slot receiver they've been getting burned by tight ends and that's kind of what jacksonville was leaning on there and it worked i mean to great effect they were very good all right let's do it let's get on over to the game of the day one o'clock kick hopefully you got multiple screens if you're going to the link and sitting down hopefully you're able to watch it on your phone because this is going to deliver it is the buffalo bills and the miami dolphins points offense i agree with you there <laughs> quarterbacks oh by the way only three teams remain that are undefeated in the nfl eagles being one of them miami dolphins being another of course the 49ers will get into them a little Not bit later buffalo taken on the Arizona Cardinals. That is correct. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Be sure to use braces, the promo code. Let them know you're listening to Countdown to Payout, presented by Mall Chevy right here on The Gambler. Buffalo Bills, two-and-a-half-point favorites, 53. This number was all over. I think I saw as high as three-and-a-half. It came down to three, holding steady. Miami money coming in, but where's the sharp money, John Jansen? Oh, That's what I want to know. You know where it is. Buffalo, two-and-a-half-point home favorites with a total of 53. Where are you going? Yeah, I'm going with Buffalo and every single better, you know, and, and sharp mind. And you're going to hear it all over, you know, on, on every other show, every other better. It's Buffalo because of the number. You're getting it at two and a half. If you can get it at two and a half, that's the number to take. Uh, you're getting somewhat value. You know, that, that half point is valuable. Under three for Buffalo at home in this game is, is kind of wild to me. Uh, but I, I love it too. I think Buffalo is going to take advantage of a bad Miami secondary. Miami secondary hasn't really been tested yet. And I think this is a, a pretty big test for them. And I think they're going to fail it maybe in a spectacular way. I mean, this, this game to me, if you, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see 37 30, something like that. I mean, this is going to be high down. scoring. This is going to be an insanely high flying, fast paced game. I, I mean, Miami's. Offense is going to find success. It's just too good of a scheme. You know, too many good players in the field for them not to. It just can Buffalo get the you know some some of those big negative plays. Can they turn the ball over uh, on Miami's offense? Can they sack to a? Uh, they're they're just going to have to get a few big time plays to get Miami's offense going backwards just a bit, and that should be enough for them in this game. Well, Miami, we saw between both of these teams. What did uh, Buffalo threw up thirty seven, and Miami threw up or seventy? Yeah. Right. So. Do the combo on that one. Well, just last week alone. You're saying we're going to see 107 points there? I love it. Uh, Josh Allen, though, very good against the Miami Dolphins over his career, 9-2, and two, including playoffs as well. Two of though, very surprising to a lot of people. Maybe, maybe not. He was now the leader as far as odds on favorite are concerned over on DraftKings Sportsbook to win the MVP. Way too early to even have that conversation, but... What have we known, as I said, with that 9-2 and two number? That's what's sticking out to me. It's Buffalo's done this before. This is now Miami territory to, to flex and say, hey, we're the top dogs here in this division. This There's a new sheriff in town, and it's the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. And that offense, I think, can deliver. It's just defensively, are they going to be able to stop the Buffalo Bills? And I don't see that, and that's why I would give the edge to Buffalo here. From a prop perspective, I'm looking at Josh Allen. I know it's kind of... I was too. Fraudulent, yeah. but I, I love Cook. He's at 59 and a half. To, mm, if, if, you know, of course, 49 and I think I'm all in. 59, I'm still believing in Cook as far as run yards are concerned. 
I'm not looking at anything from Buffalo passing here. I am strictly sticking on the ground. I'm going Josh Allen props, and I'm going Cook props. I like both of those on the over. Where do you stand as far as player props in this one? I actually love passing. I love. Okay. I think I just think it's going to be too high pace for it not to be. Uh, so I think both teams are going to air it out. I think Miami secondary because of the injuries, especially coming into the season, that they're going to be a little banged up here and look like it. So I like all pass catchers. I like Stephon Diggs, even though it was any times minus 105. Mm-hmm. I like Josh Allen to run a lot, too. I think when you obviously drop back a bunch, you're going to have to probably run the ball, and uh, you're probably going to have to you know, avoid pass rush. So I think Josh Allen plus 130 for any time touchdown. Also a good look here. Uh, Gabriel Davis plus 170, I'd be okay with. He certainly had a knack for finding the end zone, especially those deep balls down the field. I think we see one of those today for Gabe Davis. Yeah, I was torn between the two running backs for the Dolphins with Mostert and A-Chan, A-Chain. A-Chan, uh, I think. Yeah, A-Chan. Ooh, we got yeah. three-way action. Because it's, not ch- it's A and then C-H-A-N. And, yeah. Like, yeah, he, he wants it pronounced oh, like well, that. I do know he changed his name. Yeah, it was A-Chain. And when I you think have they were calling him. Two of the fastest plays from scrimmage. Unbelievable. You know. when you're, yeah, he did. He did yeah. on the same team as Tyreek Hill. And he was faster. So far through four weeks, I, or Oh, and Jalen Waddle. No, well, Mostert. Oh, okay. Mostert's Mostert, got a, yeah. the fastest play. It was like 20 miles per hour. Jeez. Of course, you know Tyreek Hill. And That's a lot can... of speed, Bryce. Yeah, it really is. And I'm with you on the touchdown score. I wouldn't mind floating a couple of these because you know the points are going to be there. But oh, honestly, yeah. nothing yep. jumped off the page at me just from the standpoint of the numbers and the money. And I just said, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stick to the script. And I believe Buffalo's going to move the football. I think we know how Buffalo wants to do it. Josh Allen's going to slip out of the backfield, make plays with his legs because that's how good he is yep. of an athlete. We saw it last week against the commander, scored a touchdown, could add a couple, a matter of fact. But here, I'm to stick with that one. I like Cook and I like Josh Allen from that standpoint. You're going Buffalo minus two and a half. That's your play? That's my play, yeah. I like Buffalo a lot in this game. Already cashed one play with Jacksonville. You did as well. So hope Is that a winner? Yeah, Jacksonville's a winner. 23-7 final score. Touchdown! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right, let that hit the DK box because I got to go ahead and put some more bets in for my 1 o'clock kicks here. All right, coming up on the other side at 1230, we're going to have Roy Burton. Here's what I want for everybody. I got the comment section off and running here on our YouTube channel, Fox Sports the Gambler, or socials, Facebook, Twitter. We're streaming all over the place. Hell, you want me my number to text me? You can go ahead and text me at 215. I I was about to say, oh, oh. But, whoa, whoa, whoa. but if you have a last-second fantasy question, and folks, it's week four, you could be like me in one of my leagues where I'm winless. Oh. I'm 0-3. Oh. It's brutal. Oof. Absolutely brutal. I had the eighth pick in that draft. I came away loving my draft. And I have I have a fantasy team with you in a high-stakes well, hey, league. Hey, Jeez. we're doing good in that We one. are doing well in Back that up. One. Back yeah. up. <laughs> Injuries will kill anyone. Yes, Get they off will. Yes, me. they will. Yes, so Roy Burton's going to join us. Of course, GameTimeDecision.net, normal spot, 1230. Give us all the last-second advice that we need when it comes to all things fantasy. Week four here for Sunday kicks. I can't wait to get his thoughts on a number of plays, including one of my favorites that I just fired in to due to Deshaun Watson not playing, right? Rookie quarterback now sliding in. Um, I look at Cleveland and how they're going to move the football against the Baltimore Ravens where you trust your defense. You're not going to want to do too much. Slinging it out of the backfield will be key for, uh, for Cleveland. So I'm sitting here right now 
And I put this in right on DraftKings Sportsbook. I got plus money at plus 125 for Ford over receptions two and a half. Love that play just because of everything that Screen they're going passes, through. Screen passes, yeah, yep. they're, they're going to do a lot to try and protect DTR. Yep, DTR is going to come in, and, and we, we saw how well he played in the preseason, of course, out of UCLA. Dude's got athleticism for days, but going up against the Ravens team on Sunday when, what, he was told on Friday that he could possibly be going? Good luck. This is a hungry Ravens team that blew it last week against the Colts. Yards are going to be tough to come by. That's why it's the lowest total on the board of 36, I want to say it is. Right now, I'm looking at Ford. I actually love that play. I put that in. My three favorite props this week are are as such. I got a Ford over receptions. I got Anthony Richardson touchdown. And, of course, I went with DeAndre Swift as far as his yards. Anthony are. Richardson anytime. Welcome back. Yes. Welcome back. Plus money, plus 105. Was it? Get That's it. not bad. That's Get pretty good. while you can. Oh, yeah. He's going to run. We know with Steichen, too. I mean, we saw with Jalen Hurts last year. Steichen likes to run his quarterback. If they if they can, but in goal line situations though, not just running them, you know, outside of the twenties in the twenties in the goal line, he likes to use his quarterbacks. And Anthony Richardson is one of them. Yep, I mean one of them that can absolutely do it. All right, I see a lot of people lined up. Let's go get those questions, comments, <laughs> concerns in for Roy Burton. He's going to join us on the other side once again. This is Countdown to Payout presented by Mall Chevrolet, Sean Brace, John Jansen. We got you till two o'clock. Of course, the Eagles and Commanders will kick off at one o'clock. Roy's thoughts on that game and more. On the other side, do not go anywhere more after this. The only thing better than 9.30 kickoffs on a Sunday in London to open up the NFL Week 4, I know Detroit did on Thursday, which was also a win, is when you pick a winning side. Now, I'll tell you straight up, I don't think that really happens for me all that often. With those London games, I, I number one don't London re- games are tough, and you saw why too. The field was awful; it was really, messy, sliding all over the place. I'll tell you straight up, I don't really like to wager on them. No, I think you're you're right in that. Like I just, I, I don't like to either. I, it's just the the spot for Jacksonville was too good to pass up. That's that the way one. I viewed it. Yeah. That's exactly the way I viewed it. I thought that Falcons would have to play an unbelievable game uh, from quarterback Ritter, but at the same time, maybe getting Bijan and company completely going off for two plus. And I said, Jacksonville ain't going to allow that to happen. So I expected it to be a low scoring game. It was. I expected Jacksonville to come out on top. They did. We're both in agreement there. Joining us right now in the Gambler Hotline, the best. Daily fantasy advice hey. around. We agree on that as well. Roy Burton from Game Time Decision. Of course, you can find him at the BS line. Folks, don't mess around. You got any questions? Fire away right now while he's on the horn. Roy, good afternoon, sir. How we doing on this beautiful Sunday here in Philly? Good afternoon, gentlemen. We get a one o'clock game finally. It's a beautiful day. Well, your tweet last week. Tell the people what your tweet last week was the best. Tell the people what you said. Uh, yeah, because you know how the Eagles, because they're the uh, the darlings of the NFL, they get a lot of late starts and, and things of that nature. So I said this seems like the first 1 o'clock game for the Philadelphia Eagles uh, since the Kevin Cobb era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so we, are, we, are, we are officially back in business, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be back. It feels like the, it feels like this is the start of the NFL season here in Philly. Oh, I don't know. Like 1 o'clock game? I don't know. There's Wait, nothing what? like there is nothing like a one o'clock game. <laughs> if, if the season didn't know. feel like it didn't start for you on Thursday night at that party we threw for the Vikings, I got nothing. I mean, I, I know, but that, that's great. a Thursday night. Thursday night games have such a different feel My to it. Ears are one still ringing. From one those o'clock on an NFL Sunday that is beautiful. Like that that is what I strive for. That's right. I live for that, and uh, now we finally get it. All right, Roy. Let's. So get, no, I need yeah. to start off with 
with Roy. Are we playing DTR in every single DFS lineup today or not? <laughs> <laughs> That's a roll. We are not playing. We are, we are not yeah. playing DTR again, Dang. unless you want to kind of go against the grain in, in those tournament lineups and you want to throw DTR out there. God bless you, but yeah, I don't. I don't think you touch DTR today. Okay. I want to come back to that game because I do have a prop that I love. I want to get your thoughts. Thumbs up, sure. thumbs down. But let's open up with the game that everybody's talking about. And that's the Denver Broncos and the Chicago Bears. Um, no, I'm, I'm joking. But my, my question to you is this. If you could give us one play, if you could re recommend. And I'm talking about I'm talking about right leg on the line, Roy. You lose this wager, what? you got to lose a leg. Whoa, what would you recommend Ooh, in this game? God. Ooh. So, so we are talking about the Miami Buffalo game, correct? No, we're talking about the Bears and and Denver. Oh, you, oh, you really want me to make a play on this game? <laughs> yes, okay, all right. Yes, if I, if yes. I have to do, if I have to put a put a leg on the line, yes, for this game. Jeez, this is a terrible. You know what? Might as well just cut that I thing off. <laughs> Yeah. Like like Shaq and scary movie. It's over, man. Just you're walking around with a stump the rest of the way here, man. And yes, they just made a scary movie for a reference. Nice. <laughs> I, I might go. I might go Rashawn Johnson over whatever his rushing yard total is. I think last I checked, it was like thirty-one and a half rushing yards for Rashawn Johnson. He's starting to get more of the work in that Chicago backfield. These teams are terrible. Denver gives mm -hmm. up a ton of rushing yards, so I think Rashawn Johnson in the game that should be pretty close all game. I think he should, he should be able to clear that number. So if I had to make a play on this game, I was, you know, for you know beyond any shadow of a doubt, yeah, I'll give Rashawn Johnson the overall match. See, I did that for a reason to show and to prove to our listening audience that Roy is about as dialed in as it gets because he had a winning play in that game where most of us can't even tell you anybody besides Justin Fields <laughs> or Russell Wilson and that's a good thing because both of those teams are terrible. How about the fact that Denver is a three-point favorite? What, <laughs> what world are we in where they're favorite? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they gave up in the first quarter. Alright, enough about that hey, game. Hey, those points don't roll over. It's a it's a nothing-nothing game to start, alright? All right. New week. New week. Well, with that being said, Roy, let's get your thoughts on, of course, the Eagles and Commanders, and you can open up with anything fantasy perspective, please, on that. But um, and and weave this in just as far as the point spread. We're now up to nine. We all believe that the Eagles are going to win this game. I I'm all in on Survivor Pool. Defensively, the Birds have forced six fumbles, most in the NFL. Eight takeaways, most in the NFC. Uh, they're giving up the fewest rushing yards in the NFL. Like how? How do the Commanders win this football game if it's like the slightest bit possible. What is the recipe for success for that team when they got to go up against a defense that's doing that so far through three games? I think the recipe really for the commanders in this game is to, uh, to, to feed the Eagles, all 53 of them, those same Takis that A.J. Brown had, <laughs> had him sick. Nice. If you get all 53 guys kind of sick, I think that's the, the way the commanders look. look I, don't, I just don't see it. Like, I don't see any, any path for the commanders to win this game. You know, there the commanders are 23rd in total offense. They've allowed nearly 29 points per game. Like the Eagles' ha offense hasn't even been clicking, and they, you know, they've put up, you know, you know, bunches of numbers on, on, in terms of points on offense. So, I just don't see any way the Commanders can kind of keep up with the Eagles. So, I know, you know, there might be some thought that you know the, the Commanders were the team that snapped the Eagles' winning streak last year, and maybe they come back and, and do it again this year. I, I just don't see it. Not, not with this this team and the way the Eagles are are beginning to play on offense. All right, let's talk about DeAndre Swift then. And from the prop standpoint, I'm all in again. DraftKings hanging plus three seventy for him to go over 100 where do you stand on that play and of course i got to get in on it. it's just his overall prop which is 67 here on DraftKings sportsbook 67 and a half yards rushing for deandre swift <clears throat> barry sanders i mean um your thoughts on him today his performance 
Yeah, I don't know if I love the hundred um, because again, like they they still seem to kind of have an affinity for Kenneth Gainwell. So I still I think Kenneth Gainwell this game might get out of hand earlier than than you would hope if you have a DeAndre Swift bet. So I think it might lean to more DeAndre Swift work. So I like the number of sixty what sixty seven and a half. I believe you said his over under um, number is. I like that sixty seven and a half. And I, I know if you want to put it in a, in a single game parlay, you can probably get that you know plus seventy five. I'd probably take that too. I just don't. I'm not in love with a hundred because, again, like if, the, if this game kind of gets out of out of hand early, I might see we might see a little bit more work out of Kenneth Gainwell on the backfield. So I don't know if he's going to get another hundred yard game today. Yeah, I think this is going to be more of a passing game as well. I think you could take advantage of a not so great Washington secondary. Uh, any pass catchers you like for the Eagles? You know, Jalen Hurts props. Anything in the passing game that interests you? Yeah, I don't know what the number is specifically for Devontae Smith, but I, I will probably play his props. He, uh, he averaged seven receptions in those two games against the Commanders last year. He scored TDs in both. Um, so I, I like him. So if you, um, his, his, his reception, I think it's four and a half last I checked. I don't know what it is today. But DeAndre Swift over four and a half receptions, I definitely love that. Um, I actually don't hate Terry McLaurin in this game. Like, Washington's going to have to pass. Um, he's the most accomplished pass uh, catcher on the other side. And in both games against the Eagles last year, he went over 100 yards. So he's going to get the work. I, I think he's a, you know, the, the best target that Sam Howell has to throw to. And Sam Howell's going to have to throw a lot to today. So um, I actually would take probably both of them. I would take the uh, Devontae Smith um, reception um, prop, and I'd probably take the Terry McClellan yardage prop as well. You can find Roy at the BS line on socials, gametimedecision.net, right to your inbox. Uh, Roy, let's go ahead and talk about the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. This one's got to be making you all excited, all hot and bothered because of all the points and production <laughs> we're going to see. Of course, if you're an NFL fan with a pulse, I think you can apply that to you as well. As Jansen and I were ranting and raving about this game, how excited we are. I'll just give you the brief breakdown of what we think is going to happen in this game. A lot of points. <laughs> I think John said 37-30 could be the final score. Do you agree? Are you on one side? See, I think this is a spot that Miami could prove to us that there's a new sheriff in town. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills have won this game for the past couple years. I think Josh Allen is 9-2 and personally as a starting quarterback playoffs included against the Dolphins over the years. So if the Dolphins are for real and we all believe that Mike McDaniel and that offense is, why can the Buffalo Bills or why can't the Miami Dolphins go up to Buffalo and come away with a win today? I think they can. Um, you and I talked about this game, you know, earlier in the week, and, and we, you know, we were kind of like teasing a little bit at, at a possible Dolphins win. I think they could win. I don't think they will, but I, I think it's going to be a shootout, like you said. Like it's going to be one of those games where those go up and down the field. Um, I think these teams split their meetings last last year. I think they both won the road if I have it correctly. I'm not sure. I know they split. Pretty sure they split. Um, but Josh Allen in both of those games. But had 300 yard games in both of those games. He threw six touchdowns in this game. This is one of those games where, like, this is one of those spots where, for me, you just got to prove prove it, you know, before I believe in you. So, I know the Dolphins just put up 70 last week. Uh, and yeah, I know, you know, I think they're number one in, in offense, but the Bills are number two in offense um, in in the NFL. So, I don't see any reason. Well, I, I can't say I don't see any reason, but. Miami needs to prove it to me. They need to go to Buffalo and prove it to me in this spot before I, I would take them. So if I had to bet on this game, uh, I'll probably lean with the, uh, the Bills once again. Yeah, I mean, the running backs, really the, the highlight for Miami last week, both of them, Mostert and Achan. Uh, are you perf- preferring one? I know there was a report that Achan's going to get a bigger workload just because he was so good. Uh, but how does that work for you in terms of DFS, fantasy lineups and such with Miami's backfield? Yeah, so I think they're probably, I don't know what their numbers are, their salaries are specifically. Um, I think Mozart's going to get most, you know, the, the, um, 
majority of the workload. But I think it's probably going to be closer to like a 60-40 split. Um, so I would look at the salaries and kind of see what makes the most sense, you know, like like salary wise, like of of a uh, you know, Achan, Achain, however he's pronounced today. Um, <laughs> he, he, if he goes for a hundred today, he's going to change it again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If, if he's significantly, if he's significantly cheaper than um, than than Raheem Mostert, uh, you know, I would probably uh, lean towards him. If you know, because again, I think he's going to get a pretty decent amount of work. But uh, the difference between them, salary wise and DFS, is you know maybe like a thousand bucks. Probably not worth it. I would probably stick with Mostert. But it's a good thing if you want to again go cheaper at running back and then use that money to to buy up a, a quarterback and wide receiver. You know, Achan's not a, not a bad place to uh to to make that compromise. Who scores a touchdown in that game, Roy? Who doesn't score it? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I will put my money, and maybe because of, you know, he's on my fantasy team, I'll, I'll put my money on uh, Jalen Waddle. Uh, Jalen Waddle had 100-yard games in, in both of those, both of the two matchups last year. So I think he's going to get a lot of work um, coming back, coming off the concussion. So I think he scores, and um, on the Bills side, I think Stephon Diggs. He's, he's going to get so much work today. I think he probably didn't find the end zone, too. Plus 145 on DraftKings Sportsbook for Jalen Waddle and minus 105 for Diggs. DFS, was uh, did Waddle's price come down a little bit because he missed last week, or was he just basically the same that he played in those games the first two weeks uh, as far as his, yeah, his salary? Was. Yeah, he's slightly, slightly cheaper in DFS wise. Okay. Um, again, I like this game. Again, if you're a DFS fan, you know, most people, you know, you uh, who play DFS, you know, you, you try to stack lineups. So, you know, if you're playing Waddle, again, try to you know put two in your lineup. But again, if you're playing Waddle and you think this is a high scoring game, again, this isn't. You know, you, you can play Waddle and you can play Stephon Diggs on your DFS lineups too. I mean, I would. You know, highly suggested if you think like John Jansen, this is going to be a sixty point, sixty five, seventy point game. Try to get as many as, as many Dolphins and Bills in your lineup as possible. Don't don't worry about playing two receivers or playing receivers from alternate teams because if you know, both teams are going to score, then you know, there's enough targets for everybody. All right, let's talk about two teams that know how to score, and of course, one is a little bit more desperate than the other. Uh, but we'll open up with the the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not talking about the Panthers; <laughs> they can't score, but the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Look, we know that they have been their own worst enemy, right? Every game, they're putting up points, they're putting up yards, they're moving the football, but they come away with a red zone interception, a fumble, something stupid happens to the Vikings. <laughs> I like the Vikings here. They're one of my top five plays this week just because of how bad the Panthers are. We've had multiple times to watch them. They're hurting at the quarterback position. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm going to bet against the Panthers here. I'm going with the Vikings at four and a half. Your thoughts on that play, but a standpoint from the fact that we know Minnesota tallies yards up, would you fact would you go ahead and, and play anything from Minnesota as far as fantasy is concerned? Yeah, I don't have any reservations from a fantasy perspective from Minnesota. Again, you know, play Kirk Cousins, play Justin Jefferson, you know, Addison, those guys. I might I might not uh, be inclined to play Madison, uh, Alexander Madison, at running back, but the receivers, all those receivers, and Hawkinson, I play all those receivers. I don't, I don't have a problem with them. Uh, look, look, I thought Minnesota was going to win that division, and I clearly was yep, wrong. Me like, too. I, I thought like, <laughs> like this is a team, like this is a team that has a ton of talent as we can see on offense. They just haven't, like you said, been able to close the door. You know, they had an awful interception at the end of the game last week uh, to to lose to the, the Chargers. This team. They'll put it together at some point this season and start to reel off some couple a couple of wins and maybe this is how it starts. But 
from a fantasy perspective, I love them. From a you know a real life you know wins and losses perspective, I think they need to prove a little bit more to us. All right, and uh, the other team you just brought them up, the other team that can score, they're the ones that came away with that victory. Now they're dealing with their injuries as well, and that game just flipped up a little bit, a whole different vibe with that Raiders and Chargers game with Aiden O'Connell now starting. I'm kind of laughing at people, but I know he showed us a little something in the hey, preseason. Hey, Aiden can ball. Don't you dare. Yeah, all right. Well, Don't you dare. I'll put my money where my mouth is. I know that much. But let's talk about the Chargers offense and, you know, the, the receivers. Of course, Mike Williams is out now. So now everyone's trying to expect, like, who's going to step up and get those catches. Is there an, a slam dunk wide receiver other than Keenan Allen in your mind for the Chargers? And do you look at them as the scoring juggernaut that we've seen so far throughout the course of the regular season happening again today in Vegas. Yeah, so I don't know if there's a slam dunk necessarily, but next man up for them, the guy that's going to get the most of the work is uh, Joshua Palmer. Um, he's essentially going to be the R, uh, WR2 with Mike Williams out. He, he even had last week, he had four catches, 66 yards, and a touchdown um, when he was uh, in with Allens and when, when Williams was in the game. So he's a good play, and you know when he gets work, he's a pretty consistent fantasy guy. I think it was last last year, um, in eight games, he had you know 80 percent of the offensive snaps, and in five of those games, he finished with a double digit fantasy points. So Joshua Palmer should be a consistent guy going forward for um, for the Chargers. So I think he's a good play today. I, I like Gerald Everett, the tight end, um, as well. Both of those guys are super cheap on on uh, on DraftKings DFS. Joshua Palmer is four thousand dollars, so he's probably in everybody's lineup. So if you're playing DFS with Joshua Palmer, if you're playing in a tournament game, you probably want to pick him and then kind of go in a different direction as well. But he's $4,000. Gerald Everett's $3,600. He's pretty decent. Um, as far as scoring, yeah, I think they'll score today. I, I don't think there'll be much of a, you know, much of an issue with them. I think it's the second highest number on the board. They're at home. The Raiders are playing with a rookie quarterback. So the Raiders are probably, you know, they'll, they'll turn the ball over a couple of times. So I think the, I think the Chargers win this game. They'd probably win this game comfortably. Yeah, I did get that wrong. They are on the, uh, they are, are at home. Vegas is on the road. Excuse me on that. Yeah, any any other teams uh, you're looking at to, to potentially stack? Because obviously, you know, I think Minnesota is an easy spot to look at. Buffalo, Miami, I think even the Chargers. Mm-hmm. But any kind of sneaky teams that you're you're looking for for offense? You know, I, I hate to mention Denver, but Denver is playing you know one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, just any other spots yeah. that you're kind of looking to attack? You know what I, I like? Um, you know, because we were, last week we had talked about underdogs, so I you know, took some time to kind of look at some dogs this week. I kind of like the Texans today. I like the Texans getting getting three at home uh, against Pittsburgh. I mean, they just beat Jacksonville, you know, by 20 on the road. Steelers didn't look all that great against the Raiders. I mean, they won, but they didn't look great. Um, the Steelers are, you know, 22nd in the league in passing yards allowed, 29th in rushing yards allowed. You know, C.J. Stroud, we've talked about, you know, before on the show. And, of course, there's, there's a Sean Brace's favorite player in the NFL, Tank Bell. On the other side for the Texans, so I, I, I kind of like the Texans in this spot. Give me, give me three at home with the Texans, man. I like, I kind of like that spot. That's definitely a show me game. That's what I it have. Is. I have that. I'm circle. just worried about, you know, I mean, CJ Stroud has passed every test so far. The eye test, the numbers look great. The winning, bring on Pittsburgh's but it's defense. Pittsburgh's defense, yep. yeah, they usually historically do well yeah. against rookie quarterbacks. So, um, but that's that's my point. This is a show me game because yeah. Stroud goes out there. It's and, tough, and I don't care if he comes away with a couple picks, but he had he tallies up the yards. 
watch out, man. Yeah. Sky's the limit for that offense with him and completely just getting the uh, the facelift since the start of the season. All right, let's go to uh, my plays in pocket here. I got Jerome Ford over two and a half receptions. I got it at plus 125 on DraftKings Sportsbook. I just know what they're going to go through as far as the rookie quarterback getting the start with the Cleveland Browns. They're going to try and, and move the football any way possible with as much resistance slash and make it as easy as possible for the quarterback, right? And and I'm thinking slinging it out of the backfield. I'm going with Ford. He's more of a pass catcher than Hunt. Thumbs up, thumbs down on that play. No, absolutely. I love that play. Yeah, Ford, two and a half, young quarterback. Again, in the game, like you said, where Cleveland's going to have to kind of dump the ball off against a, you know, a, pr- a pretty stout Ravens front. So I like that play a lot. Um, I don't know what's happening, you know, tight end wise with the Browns because I know Joku had the uh, the burns this week and came to the stadium in a mask. So I don't even know if he's Wild. playing, but. Whoever lines up the tight end for Cleveland might be a play as well, just reception-wise. I mean, I'm sure Njoku's reception is probably too high, but if he doesn't play and then the backup plays and whoever else plays, you know, you get their number pretty decent as well, then go for that. But, yeah, four to two and a half receptions, I think that's I think that's, that's pretty, I don't say easy money, but I, I like that bet a lot. I mean, did you see that fit that David Njoku had on today? Yeah. The mask? I mean, come on. That's they all nice did. Fit, man. And even... Um... Uh, the, the, what the heck's uh, uh, Robinson? His, his initials DTR, right? Thank yeah, DTR. Yeah, Dorian Thompson, Thompson Robinson. Robinson. Sorry, yeah. I wanted to throw. The How S- did you forget that name? I want to throw the S in there for some reason. No, but he had like a Halloween <laughs> fit on too, in a suit. I mean, it looked like I'm like these guys are ready. I did go pumpkin picking yesterday, so I guess in a oh, sense, did you really? Nice. I am ready as well. Yeah, you have a daughter. You you bump those days up. Oh, did you take the pictures? A nice fall oh, pictures and yes, stuff. Yes. Oh, yes. Man. Man. Uh, good for you. One more selfish question for you, Roy sure. here, and plays in my back pocket. He's back, Anthony Richardson. Anytime touchdown plus one hundred five. I know, I know. He's coming off an injury. It's a concussion. But those same people were saying the same thing on Thursday night, and Montgomery looked like Ladainian Thomason. If these guys are playing, you got to expect them to be 110% being used as such. I'm all back in on Anthony Richardson plus money to score a touchdown today. Your thoughts? Oh, I, I like that a lot. Um, yeah, I, I think Anthony Richardson in most circles is like a top five, top six quarterback play this week. Mm. Um, that offense just looks totally different when he's out there. And, and I think they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to move the ball up and down the field today because, you know, the Rams offense is, is pretty stout. So, you know, like the Rams are going to throw a lot. And by the way, like if you want to, you know, put some Rams plays out there in DFS, knock yourself out because, you know, Puka should have a good game. Tutu Atwell should probably have a good game. And, and the Colts are going to have to keep up. So Anthony Richardson, anytime touchdown, you know, against this Rams team, um, at home, especially for the Colts, I really like that play. So yeah, I'd, I'd smash that too. All right. Uh, let's see here. Before we get you out of here, we didn't hit on anything in the four o'clocks besides the Chargers and the Raiders. Anything for you on the 49ers and Cardinals? That's a 14 point spread, biggest number on the, or the biggest side on the board. And then for the Patriots and the Cowboys, I believe it's going to go off as a touchdown favor for Dallas at home against the Patriots. I kind of was leaning towards doing the Patriots on the defensive side, making a push, making it a little bit closer than what people want to say, but I'm seeing a lot more people saying that this is a game that Dak and Dallas bounce, bounce back. Anything for those two games in your mind? Yeah, I think this is probably a get-right game for the Cowboys. You know, they're at home. Like the, the line was like seven and a half or something. I'd, pro- I'd probably go the other way, but the line is six. That's a, right, right about the number um, for me. So I like the Cowboys in that game. I think the Niners just take care of business against the, the Cardinals. Um, I don't love that line at 14, so I probably wouldn't touch it. But um, from a fantasy perspective, I think Christian McCaffrey is an absolute, you know, play today. I think he's going to be going to be pretty good. Um, I didn't see the latest with uh, Debo Samuel, whether or not he's playing or not. I don't know if we have the word yet, but 
Um, if he doesn't play, I saw that the over-under uh, for Brandon IU uh, reception, receiving yards was 50 and a half, which seems super low, whether Samuel plays or not. So um, I love that if he doesn't play, but I absolutely would still like that IU over 50 yards, um, even if Debo Samuel suits up for, in that game. Fancy footballers are saying that he is expected to play. Nothing official just yet with the 4 o'clock kick, of course, uh, but he is expected to play. They also listed Saquon and Austin Eckler as doubtful. Jimmy G, Watson, OBJ, Bateman, and Mingo all out. All right, we'll keep you up to date on everything right here on Countdown to Payout. Um, last one, does Travis Kelsey score a touchdown tonight? Hmm. Mm. They're going to, you know what? They're probably they're going to force him the ball. I think so. I, I think I think they're they're just going to give him the ball, try to give him the ball so many times that he's just going to. I don't want to say luck into a touchdown because he's fantastic, but I think he'll get one tonight. And then you know we'll see the shot of Taylor Swift, and then we'll see the shot of Aaron Rodgers, and then we'll wonder if we're still actually actually watching the football game or you know another episode of Hard Knocks. Like this, it's going to be one of those weird games tonight in in MetLife. But yeah, I think he, I think he scores tonight. Yeah, apparently uh, Aaron Rodgers just made an appearance on my timeline about an hour ago. Apparently on this Nickelodeon game or Toy Story game, whatever the hell it is. They, uh, Booger McFarlane asked Aaron Rodgers about ayahuasca, and they were talking about it's a kids' game here, and they're talking about ayahuasca wow. usage. It's Heck like, what is, yeah. What's going on? Let's go. Poison the youths of America. No, no, Come no, on. no, no. The youths got to learn. Well, that's Boog. Yeah. Boog don't care. <laughs> Boog just, I mean, he cruised around in a mobile blocking everybody's view for a year. He doesn't give exactly. a damn. Uh, Roy, <laughs> love it, man. Good luck on all your plays. Once again, GT decision on socials at the BS line. Personally, gametimedecision.net. Who's your starting quarterback? Who's the number one QB for you, DFS, this week? DTR. Uh, my number one, uh, my number one QB, I'm going Josh Allen. I think there's going to be a lot of points in that game. Give me Josh Allen. Give me that Stefan Dick stack and let me ride it. My man. Can't wait. Looking forward to breaking it all down with you next week. Always a pleasure, Roy. Enjoy the games. And as always, go birds. Thank you, gentlemen. Go birds. My man, Roy Burton. Dude, he's so good. He's money. That's what I mean. I wanted to open up. You thought I was like, you rolled an eye at me. I'm opening it up with a question about Denver and Chicago. Like, he, he, funny. But no. Dude comes in and just kicks the game. Knowledge. He's like, yeah, I got a winning play for you in that one. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'll tell you that. I'll go. To, I'll tell you right I'll now. To, I don't. I will go to Roy Burton ten times over Aaron uh, Aaron Dolan over here. Who's on Aaron screen. Dolan? I just said she's on my screen. She's giving fantasy advice. Roy delivers. Damn it, Roy does deliver. Winners right here. There's nothing wrong with Aaron Dolan. What are you talking about? I don't know. You made it sound like it was Aaron Dolan didn't give good knowledge. She's good. Uh, does she give winners, though? I don't think she does. I have no idea. No, I don't yeah, keep track yeah, of that. Yeah. I, I saw some stuff. She could. Up. Probably wins more than me. They don't. So. They, no, the ESPN is catching slack because they don't put records up. That's the issue. They, they don't want to tell you the truth. I thought they did. Mm, you don't see it. Ooh. Ooh. You don't see it. If you could prove it to me and show me I'm wrong, no. That's one of the things that you see on Gambler X these days, you know, or everyone rants and rants. Gambler about, X, don't call it that. What is? Come on. Oh God, you think what's the odds that what's the odds that Rex was like, Yo, Aaron, let me see them feet during oh, the commercial come break. Come on, dude. <laughs> That's the, all right, go to break before you get us in trouble. Good God. <laughs> you're Wait, you're unbelievable. Hey man. We're almost like ten minutes away to kick off. Hey. You're talking about Rex Ryan and his foot fetish. Oh, I don't need that. Look, I don't need that in my life. Sorry, you're right. How did a question come from Dever and Chicago turn into this? This game must really stink. Yeah. Good God. Well, if I'm still blown away that you had to pick a 
or put the Denver Broncos as a three point favorite. Like, what world are we living in when you're talking about that? And they have to. I like. I think that's a good number. <laughs> I think it's fine. Mm. I mean, which is why I'm not betting it. I think it's a good number, and I I don't want to go near that. All right, we will take you right up to kickoff here coming up, and of course, countdown to payoffs. Once we get the live action rolling, give me a first touchdown score. Not in not in the game. I'm just in the NFL. In the NFL? NFL in the 1 oh o'clock gosh, games. That's a, that's a tough question to just throw on me before we go to break. Really? Um, it's even better when it's gut reaction because that's what it's all about on DraftKings. They got these specials, these weekly specials that are just awesome. And um, you can go ahead and fire on them. And it's stuff like that where you could pick that uh, the, the highest scoring team for the week. You can pick uh, who's going to score the first touchdown. All of, I mean, they got so many markets to choose from, so many options here. On DraftKings Sportsbook and um, Gabe Davis thirteen to one. Ooh, I think Buffalo deep down the field, big shot to open the game, and they convert. Tyree Kill scored last week's first touchdown in the NFL across the board, and then the other week was Devontae Adams against the Buffalo Bills defense. Those are two straight weeks that I remember. I don't remember week one. All right, we will keep you up to date on everything live action in the next hour right here on Countdown to Payout, presented by Mall Chevy over in Cherry Hill, South Jersey's number one volume dealership. Be sure to check them out online at mallchevy.com. He's John Jansen. I'm Sean Brace. One o'clock's kickoffs are next. Back after this. Shumbrace John Jansen here. One o'clock kicks. Just about to get started. A beautiful day here in Philadelphia. All the pictures littering my timeline on Instagram and Twitter with the simple caption and hashtag Go Birds. The beautiful picture of the stadiums. Everyone tailgating down at the link. It looks Ooh, like it, a it great is, day. It is pretty down there. Yeah, great yeah. day to do so. Of course, it is the first of October. So we are into the fall season. Happy spooky season, bro. Let's go. Got my pumpkins. Carved them yesterday. <laughs> Carved the one yesterday. Got the biggest one out there. All right. We're off and running. Eagles and Commanders just kicked off. It is a touchback. So Commanders will get the ball first here. Uh, we'll keep you up to date on everything as far as live action is concerned. We will definitely mix in the four o'clocks and the night game as well. For I'll tell you what, be big chasing. fan of the uh, Houston red uniforms and red helmets. Yeah, that's a great look. Big fan of everything that Houston has going on right now. Yeah, I'm, coaching. You know, CJ Stroud is the big story because he has been unbelievable. Well, him and Tank. He, yeah, lo- sure. yeah, right. I'm well, easy. <laughs> but CJ Stroud looks great. But to me, I mean, I thought they just flat-out out-coached out Jacksonville last week. So D'Amico Ryan's off to an 
unbelievable start as a coach. I think he's been fantastic. Oh, we got the Octo Box here on the Red Zone channel. I like that. Um, uh, before we get any of these uh, touchdowns and get back into the games real quick, just for a second, I do want to show you, or I do want to tell you out there, my starting uh, team for DFS, and uh, so we can all ride around, uh, ride along together. Uh, Roy told us that he liked um, Josh Allen to be that starting quarterback for him. I decided to go with Anthony Richardson. No surprise there. I also have Christian McCaffrey. I was able to get him in. Uh, I'm a big guy that if I can get two big-time players in my DFS lineup, I call that a win. So I got Christian McCaffrey, I got DeAndre Swift, and then I got Chase. I think we see Chase have a big game here. I like Cincinnati on the road against Tennessee. I had to go back with my guy, Dell. He's just been performing week in, week out. I have Palmer and I have Everett. That's the two uh, for that uh, Roy talked about as far as low money is concerned. 4000 for Palmer, 3600 for Everett. Was oh, that- look at that. Puka already, already. a big catch. I already. Zay Flowers from the Ravens because he's about the only guy that's been consistent in the offensive side of the ball besides Lamar. And I rolled with the Bills defense. Why not? If the Bills are going to win the game, um, I think they could come up with some turnovers. And that was a pretty decent price there. So, Man, I'll tell you what. I mean, Sam Howell in a negative game script, obviously things just kind of snowballed on him. But he's thrown already a couple good balls. It's not like he's completely incompetent out there. The guy can sling it a little bit. Already a couple really nice passes against the Eagles. Obviously to scary Terry, who's fantastic. Yeah, there will be a lot of people out there that say, oh, you're, you, I'm a member of the How High, right? You remember Sean King from Visa when we were out there? I'm not buying into that. Again, it's, and that's fair. They play no, 60 you, minutes. You, long I think go. I maybe took it a too far, took it a step too far with how, but I mean, they, they're, they're going to win games. And I think win games with him, you know, because of him. I, I think he's a solid football player. But they're Look, also going to get blown out by they the will. good teams. And they, they and absolutely will. They're just not good enough to, to beat those teams. But, you know, if they, if they can get in, you know, not a complete negative game script and, you know, end up losing by that much, uh, I think Howard, uh, Howell can play a little bit. As I think we he's good. remember that uh, last week I was on the Washington Commanders and uh, that was a loss. But it wasn't as bad as being on the Denver Broncos. If I'm not mistaken, you were. You were on the hey, Broncos. Hey, <laughs> what? hey, at the end of the day, they both go down as losses, but still, that's pretty good. Still not as bad as uh, Georgia TC. All right, no, definitely. <laughs> damn, it. it was pretty bad though. Yes, it I was. mean, I bet, <laughs> I bet against the team that put up like what the third third most points ever in NFL history. So, eh. Not right. great. To the live action, Buffalo with the ball at midfield right now. It looks like it's going to be a third down here going up against the Miami Dolphins. Cook just got the handoff. Didn't really get anything going there. I believe that he's going to have a big game today, so that's why I was on him over 60 there. The Rams driving against the Colts. I was really interested uh, as far as this game is concerned. I thought that we could see a big-time number, maybe 55-plus points score between these two teams. But Yeah, I had a tough read for that game just because I think Stafford is playing well. You know, I know last week against Cincinnati didn't go kind of their way, but I still thought they were moving the ball well, just mm-hmm. couldn't capitalize on you know some really good chances. But I think Stafford's been excellent. Uh, that's going to be a tough game for India. Our first team inside the red zone and just right on cue uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals and uh, Jamar Chase with a big catch and scamper down the sideline inside the 20. Bengals first down, and it looks like they're moving the sticks again. Now out of bounds at the 10-yard line, driving in Tennessee's territory. Back over to the Rams and Colts also in the red zone. Stafford on second and four. 
rolls out and incomplete. So now that's going to be a third down spot for the Rams here. Tough spot for the Rams to convert because they don't really have that many weapons and you need skill players inside the red zone. Puku's, it, it, like The stories are great, but when you don't have guys that could beat the defenders yep, one-on-one, yeah. one, you're in trouble. And that's what happens with a lot of these teams. All right, uh, let's go ahead and fire up ESPN over here and check out the red zone in totality. Make sure that we're not missing any of these other teams as uh, red zone on TV is showing us only four games here. And I just don't want Houston to... driving too. Uh-huh. Yeah, see that uh, like the there's no way red zone will be checking in. I know they like to claim they show every touchdown, which they do. Let's go! Gabe Davis. Let's go! Gabe Davis touchdowns the first touchdown of the damn day. Let's go! Oh, if only God, you that feels it. great. If only you would have bet it. See? <laughs> Just the fact that I set it into this yeah, microphone man. is enough for me. I'll give that to you all day. Nice work. Nice wow. work. Gabe Davis with the first touchdown of the day. You said 16-1. to 1. That That's not 13 to 13-1. 13-1 one. One was in the game. Like, for the league, for itself, that could have been easily an 80. Oh, yeah. For the, are there, wait, you can do those kind of bets? Yes. Oh, so wow. talking about the market. Oh, oh, no. Those markets <laughs> are fun. I should have bet that. <laughs> yes. As Buffalo was up 7 to nothing, uh, kick is good through the uprights. That also is good for my uh, Buffalo bet as well. That's right. That's right. Feeling good. All right, let's keep it up to date as far as red zone targets are concerned. Bengals with the ball here. It is third and goal from the Tennessee Six. We got a timeout in action there. Also, the Vikings are also in the red zone. Carolina's 12. Uh, that is second and goal. Kirk Cousins to Jeff, Justin Jefferson. I believe they had a touchdown called back already in that game. The true Viking way. They are off and running down there in Carolina. It's now third and goal from the five. DC with the ball and driving. Uh, they are in the red zone against the Philadelphia Eagles here. We got 9.37 to go in the first quarter. Gibson just with the carry. It is now second down, I want to say, from the Eagles 10. I want to say somewhere around there. Around there, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Washington moving the ball again through the passing game. And that, but that's that's what's going to be tough is they have to do that. And, you know, are they going to keep that up through four quarters? That's tough. No, yeah. We got to pull that uh, that comment where he's like, <laughs> yo, uh, I, I have Gabe Davis' first touchdown score. That's a hell of a call. Touchdown! That's a hell of a call <laughs> by you. <laughs> All right, uh, staying with it and keeping you updated on all things live action. Rams found the back of the end zone. Now they score. They are up 7 nothing. And who scored for the L.A. Rams in that one? That would be uh, Williams. Williams up the middle. <laughs> Hand off up the middle to Williams, who, if he would have scored last week, I might not have shown up. I would have called <laughs> out because that was the second half of my parlay, also with DeAndre Swift. So 7 nothing Rams, Williams for the anytime. I played him last week. I'm so frustrated he did not get in. Of course, he opens up with the first drive there. A couple field goals on the board here. Saints up 3 nothing over to Tampa Bay Bucks. 9.20 to go in the first quarter there. Also, Bengals 3 nothing over to Titans. They were not able to score a touchdown. Tennessee tough at home. Saw that against the Chargers two weeks ago. Uh, 3 nothing Cincinnati with 9-12 to go in the first quarter on that one. Staying up to date on all things red zone in front of us. The Texans, third and three on the five-yard line. Stroud, empty backfield, keeps it, stumbles out of the backfield, makes two defenders miss. Dives wow. on a goal line. Touchdown! Did he get it? Wow. Texans find 
Touchdown! The end zone. My goodness, C.J. Stroud is that on dude fire. Can ball, yeah, man. He is. He's playing really loose right and this now. This is, you know, this is the thing that he was kind of criticized for. He didn't move out of the pocket a lot in Ohio State, but then in the Georgia game, we got to see it. And I think we've been seeing a lot in his NFL career. He just didn't have to in college, I guess. But I mean, awesome play from him. He's been fantastic. Pull up those numbers. CJ Stroud was 19 to 1. Correct. For first touchdown score, 4 to 1 for yep. any time. Yeah, exactly. Decent numbers. Now, Kyron Williams is plus 550. He was the favorite to score in that game yep. at minus 110 anytime. Yeah, he was, but still plus 550. Nice work on that one. Um, some other numbers here as we have the Eagles third and 11 flag on the play. Hopefully, that's not a defensive pass interference or holding. It'll be an automatic first down there. Um, all right, yeah, we got the numbers open in front of us, and it is exactly that. It's going to be a first down for the Commanders. That's not good there uh, inside the red zone against the Eagles. All right, um, keeping it moving as far as, oh, Panthers on the board. We got a touchdown Whoa. down in Carolina. I was not ready for that one. Touchdown! Man, there's a lot of touchdowns. Around. A lot of touchdowns Jeez. happening, and that sound bite is definitely running its course early with you. <laughs> it's already uh, wearing thin on are you. Are you ready for this one? Wow. Who was it? 99 yards the other way. Wow. Interception by the Carolina Panthers. 99 yards the other way. Panthers defense anytime. Eight to one, forty to one for first touchdown. That's insane. They're reviewing the Stroud touchdown just to let you know. He does look close. He's on the goal line. It might be a butt. No, man. Come on. You got to give that to him on the extension. That he broke the plane. <laughs> might be a butt. He broke the plane. I, it could have been a cheek. Watch. <laughs> There's the knee. He's over the plane. That's a <laughs> touchdown. Come on. Come on. Oh my goodness. I can't believe missed by the cheek. All right, second and goal back here to Philadelphia. Commanders, empty backfield. Instead, they run Touchdown. a... Oh, man, nice play there. Curtis Samuel. Yep, Samuel came across on, on the motion, ended up getting the handoff, which will go down as a pass because he handed it in front of him, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. That should be a pass. And either way, Curtis Samuel, 25 to one anytime plus Damn. 450. Uh, 25 to one, sorry, first touchdown anytime was plus 450. My bad. Damn. Whoa. Still pretty good for anytime. All right. Well, if that doesn't get the Eagles' attention uh, to uh, open up down at Lincoln Financial Field, I don't know what will. I would imagine there's going to be a lot of unhappy fans down there and maybe are uh, letting them have it. Well, and here you go. This is, this is live bet spot for the Eagles. Because Washington gets the first drive. Yeah. Howell played well, but still, you don't expect that for four quarters. Eagles, four and a half. I wish it was a little bit lower. What's the money line? Money line's minus 230. Still a, a very, very hard to bet that. Yeah, I'll be staying away from that one all, yep. all day, every way. I was kind of hoping maybe early we'd see a, a three and a half number, but you know, obviously they're right not to move too much, even with the Eagles down 7 nothing. All right. Um, Keeping you up to date on everything that has happened as far as live action is concerned. They're still reviewing that touchdown with C.J. Stroud in Houston. Over to the game that everybody's talking about, Chicago and Denver. Russell Wilson picking up a tough first down on third and one, keeping the drive alive. Denver driving now. Let Russ cook. Let him cook. He's in the kitchen. <laughs> and, no, they pulled it off the board, so it's still scoreless. No touchdown for C.J. Stroud. It's a, it's a bad job by tush me. Push. It should be the tush push. They do. They do. He got it. You know, he got it. False start. Flag on oh, the play. Jeez. Yeah, that's brutal. 
That's brutal. Flag on the play. Oh, by the well, way. it's just brutal, too, because now, I mean, this is going to be tough. You went from a touchdown to goal line on the one. Oh, by the way, Penn State ran the tush push yesterday, too. There were a lot of teams that ran it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And on Friday, too, Oregon State ran the tush As push. As they should. As they should. If it's unstoppable, like everybody claims, yeah. then you should have it in your playbook. <laughs> All right, over to the game that obviously everybody does care about when I was just being a little tad uh, funny with the Bears and Broncos. The Dolphins and Bills, and it is delivering as now Miami going the other way. 7.27 to go in the first, inside the red zone from Buffalo's 15-year. Tua, first and 10, gets the... The snap slings it outside, incomplete, tough pass there. Flag on the play. This could go against Buffalo. Touchdown, Houston. Yeah, touchdown. There it is. And it's our guy, Pierce. First touchdown score. Damian Pierce. We dig it. We dig it. There Thank it you. is. Very nice. We needed that one. Uh, Five-yard penalty on Buffalo. Offsides, Tredavious White. Man, you were doubting me with that Damian Pierce. It's pick. another penalty. Look at that. Jeez. No way. Oh, get out of here. Come on. <laughs> As I was about to make a point of you doubting me for the Damian Pierce. I guess what I'm going through these, this is what I would learn from uh, our, our guy, Sky Hansen. It would be like, let the touchdowns breathe because they could very well be brought back. Now that's twice in the same damn game on the same damn drive. Uh, apologies. I did not see the flag there. This was a perfect screen, class, a screen play called by the Texans and... A legal man downfield. In a if they don't end up with seven on this drive, that's that's brutal. I mean, because you expect the Steelers' defense to play well in this game. You know, I, I love C.J. Stroud. I love the the Houston offense. Yeah. But it is tough to score against Pittsburgh. And you know, just any little points against them, especially with how bad Pittsburgh's offense has been, is huge. But uh, I mean, not to get seven to start first. That's. I mean, that completely changes the First game. and goal from the 10-yard line right now for Houston here. Uh, again, two touchdowns called off, off the board. Pierce gets the ball again. We do have a score in the Denver game and another score in Miami. I'll start with the Broncos. 7 nothing Denver. They were able to get into the end zone. The Broncos lead that game. It was a touchdown by Lutz, I want to say. Is that who scored there, John Jansen? I want to say he did. If you give- And in Miami, Achan scored. Achan scored a touchdown. So there you go. Back to back games or back to back scores right there. Buffalo and Miami delivering in a big way. 622 to go in the first 37 30 looks likely. Yeah. <laughs> Seven all 14 points already through, through a half a quarter played in Buffalo. Absolutely looks gorgeous up there as well in Orchard Park. All right. Over to Houston again. And this looks like it will be another penalty. But on the defensive side of the ball, which should bring the ball back to the one-yard line for Houston, should be first and goal from the one, as that is a spot foul inside, right basically on the end zone. So uh, with 9.20 to go, Houston will get the ball back on the one-yard line, first and goal. Maybe it will be another Stroud, but I wouldn't even roll the dice on that. I would just give it right to Damian Pierce because I'm selfish, and he is on our big-money fantasy squad. All right, uh, let's again, running down the 1 o'clocks here that we have action in. Steelers and Texans scoreless, just pointed that one out. Carolina leads the Vikings 7-0 and 622 to go in the first quarter. 99-yard interception the other way for Carolina. Houston, Pierce, handoff. No. Oh. Stopped. Second down and goal. Commanders currently up over the birds, seven to nothing, six oh nine to go in the first quarter. Tampa Bay and Saints. Saints up three to nothing right now, six fifty eight to go in the first quarter. Oh over to my Tennessee. Gosh. Tennessee. Flea flicker. 
He's, oh, he's got him. Oh, and he missed it. He threw over through DeAndre oh. Hopkins. I don't like Ryan Tannehill. No. I really don't like Ryan Tannehill. That's all right. I got the the Bengals in that one. Rams currently up seven to nothing over the Indianapolis Colts. Eight twelve to go in the first quarter. There, Bengals. Oh, Eagles offense is three a right now. Nothing. What's going on with the Eagles offense? Just penalties all over the place. Awesome. That's this a, is it's a great terrible. game to have on your survivor pool. On. <laughs> I mean, they should be fine, but yeah, not ideal. And Stroud. here we go, Nico Collins. Now I'm going to say this, and I don't want to. Is no, there any no penalty? No any flags. laundry on the field? No flags. <laughs> Let's give it five seconds. Four, <laughs> three, three, two, one. Let's give it five more seconds. Twelve plays, sixty-nine yard drive. I think nice. we can say it. Nice. Touchdown, Houston. Nice drive, Collins. First. Nico Collins is good. Eleven to one, first touchdown plus two fifteen anytime. <laughs> that went from Stroud to Pierce to Nico Collins. First touchdown scores, <laughs> unbelievable. All right, staying with you here. Fourth and two from Cincinnati's forty-four yard line. Tannehill with the snap. Pressure up the middle. He's running around. He Good finds ball. somebody across the middle. 32. Spears. Tajay Spears. Tajay Spears. Out of lane. First down the for the Tennessee Titans there. Uh, 3 nothing. New Orleans over Tampa Bay. It looked like... Yeah, I expect Tampa's... I mean, I didn't want to play this game at all, but I figure Tampa's offense would struggle in this one. Third and, Third and 16 is not, uh, no, not a good down to be. Definitely not. Uh, but Tampa Bay... You know, not much really there, especially after what we saw last week. The door was wide open for them to make that game a little bit more. And they, they just offensively couldn't do it. Yeah, they don't and have, I, I don't they think don't they have can. the weapons besides Mike Evans. And Baker Mayfield is. They have the Chris thing. Godwin, too. Whoa, whoa, Baker whoa, 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 whoa. It's Baker Mayfield. That's the problem. I don't think it's weapons. I think they're okay. I think it's just Mayfield is a good. A little play calling, a little Mayfield, all of the above. All yeah, right. play calling too. I can give you that. Over to the that. birds as they are now into commander's territory. They trail 7 to nothing with 4.35 to go in the first quarter. Jalen Hurts hooked up with A.J. Brown for a nice And now he's running for his life. down. Oh, you got that game live over there. Over yes, here. I do. Of course I do. Why would I not have the birds on, Brace? You should. You should. But I am over here on red zone trying to control. Yeah, good, good pass. Again, I, I like. Hurts props. I, I liked all of Hurts passing, you know, numbers. I, I thought it was going to be a passing day. So far, four or four forty yards. Um, yeah, they're this is that's where they they can win the game. I mean, they can win the game multiple ways, but to me, this is you know, throw down the field against Washington secondary, make big plays with your great receivers, and call it a day. I like to say steady in the boat because what's happening right now is not how this game is going to be played through four quarters, but. Uh, you got Gamewell in the backfield here. What's Swift's numbers so far? Well, uh, he just had a catch and going for about seven yards there. No, that's not going to help my, uh, my, no. uh, my numbers. But it wouldn't surprise me if they wanted to get him involved a little bit more in the pass game. Speaking of the pass game, over to Baltimore and Cleveland. And uh, everybody's favorite rookie quarterback, DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Yeah, threw it in the off. traffic, got tipped. Baltimore's and Baltimore's going to return it. Wow. Down, Inside the 10. Yeah, man. Baltimore in business. Watch out. Again, rookie quarterback, the expectations got to be tempered. I know that everyone was wanted to believe that he's really good and he's better than Watson. And I'm telling you right no, now. I mean, he's a, he's a rookie. Is, this is how it's going to play out in, in that 4 o'clock game for Vegas. Everyone wants to make out. I, I get it. He played really well in preseason. 
but the bat is going to show. Yes. And when it does... Baltimore's a tough... I mean, that's a tough first start. Division game against Baltimore yeah. for your first isn't isn't great. And same thing with the Chargers. Now, the Chargers are beat up. Bosa's not going, and there's another one from the defensive side. James isn't going, right? Isn't it James and Bosa? Yeah, I think so. Dude, they're they're depleted right now. A lot of bad injuries, especially for the Chargers as Eckler. I mean, down. tough to be depleted against AOC. I mean, he's just going to... He's going to absolutely shred them. AOC, the congresswoman? Oh. Uh, well... Darn it. You like that, huh? No. Yeah, I do. All right. <laughs> that was great. I didn't even realize that. All right. Hey, we are going to keep you up to Ain't two o'clock. Ain't no the real AOC. All right? Uh, we'll see. He we'll can, see. He I can know. steal that. But for now. <laughs> if he wants those three letters, they're all his. We'll see what he's got today coming up in the 4 o'clock hour because he can make a lot of people money. There's a lot of people that are pumping him up in a big way just based off of what he did in preseason. Like I'm like, all right. That's preseason. Preseason doesn't matter. Preseason doesn't count. It's the same thing as spring training, same thing as exhibition basketball, so on and so forth. I hate when people make a big deal about what you see in preseason because nine out of ten times, your eyes are just fooling you. All right, we're going to keep it moving here. It's countdown to payout as Adam Thielen just got his clock cleaned down there in Carolina, taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, Hurts looks great right now. Yeah, he's just moving. another completion, first down to Dallas Goddard. Yeah, he he looks very good. Should we stay here for the Eagles touchdown, I guess? Let's yep. do that. All right. The birds are moving. I will bring it up as far as live action is concerned. Uh, he did find uh, Dallas Goddard across the middle. Very nice play there. It is a first Good and read, down. good ball. Love everything about that play. <laughs> first and goal here as Jalen Hurts is a perfect 7-7 seven seven on the opening drive for him. 50 yards uh, for the Eagles offense. Uh, this ball is on the nine-yard line. Man, Give DeAndre, DeAndre Swift, Swift has so much movement, Slipping man. through, picks up four tough yards to the five-yard line. It is now second and goal with a minute 45 to go in the first I mean, quarter. He's, I mean, guys Eagles in the backfield the making everybody miss. I mean, it, it's impressive, man. His quick twitch, the fact that he could break tackles too, just a, a stud. I mean, the running back position improved. I mean, they, they let Miles Sanders walk. And they ended up with a better running back, I think, in DeAndre Swift. And it's paying off big time. Second and goal. Current drive, 10 plays, 66 yards. Easy. DeAndre Swift. Easy. Oh, is it, it is DeAndre Swift. Yes, it is. Touchdown! Touchdown! DeAndre Swift. The boy is good. That boy real good. 7-7 <laughs> seven to seven is your score. We're going to take our first time out here in the 1 o'clock hour. It is Countdown to Payout, presented by Mall Chevy. Folks, if you need a new vehicle in your life, mallchevy.com, especially if you're in Philadelphia or South Jersey or Jersey in general, mallchevy.com. Those guys and gals do an unbelievable job over there in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, South Jersey's number one And before you go to break, dealership. Uh, we got one more touchdown. Lamar Jackson, 10-yard touchdown. Oh, as Baltimore is now on the Touchdown! All right, uh, we will be back on the other side. Countdown to payout. We got you till 2 o'clock. Don't go anywhere. He's John Jansen. I'm Sean Brace. The Gambler. Philly's home for all things. So it's him. Minnesota going to lose this game? Sure, why not? They haven't won yet this year, so why would you think they're going to actually win a game? Carolina's terrible. Well, when you throw an interception, it gets returned 99 yards. I still haven't seen it. 99 yards the other way. 
that's definitely a recipe for disaster. Carolina currently up 7 to nothing. It's looking like they might score another one. I'll tell you what, the Texans are playing. The Texans, dare I say, are for real. Kenny Pickett not. Oh, I forgot about that. Anyways, um, Texans with an interception there. It is. I can't blame Kenny Pickett too much because Matt Canada is a brutal, brutal offensive uh, coordinator. If you're turning the football over like he is, I got to blame Pickett to some point. I'm a Kenny Pickett guy. Look, he's made some changes. I think his, his balls are a little bit more uh, livelier these days. I didn't mean it like that, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, his ball that he's tossing the spiral, it's just really nice. <laughs> is that what you're going for? Is that, is that where we're at? Oh, stop me. Anyways, let's catch you up. You're telling me talking about Trevor, except Trevor's actually good. So, Ouch. Yeah. All right. Let's catch <laughs> you up on everything here as far as the live action. This is Countdown to Payout. Show. I'm Brace John James. And have some fun here on The Gambler. We're doing this every Sunday, noon to two. Noon to this two. This is fun, Brace. I can get used to this. Presented by Mall Chevy, Justin Fields, and the Chicago Bears. Did he catch that? I don't think he. Got I don't that think he did. I don't think he got the second foot in. Yeah. They got. Oh, that's going to be challenged. Yeah, it's definitely going to be challenged, and it's DJ Moore too as well. I stared at DJ Moore. Decent I, ball too. I said to myself before the game or before last night, I said if I don't play DJ Moore this weekend, when will I? And I still didn't play him. <laughs> still did not play him. It's just tough. Oh, he did get it in. Wow, that's a catch. That is a catch. He did get it in. Good call. All right, update live action. Buffalo looking like they're going to get in the end zone again here. It is third and two. They just picked up a first down regarding some dumb penalty as we have push, pushing and shoving. It is all knotted up at seven apiece. One thirty to go in the first. Buffalo on the move looking like they're going to get into the end zone again. Points. Points. That's it. That's what we need. 14 nothing Rams over the Indianapolis Colts. That game is in the first quarter as well. Two 50 to go. Colts on the move with the ball inside the Rams territory. All seven, all sp- knotted up at seven apiece down at the link. Into the first quarter, we had a touchdown by Samuel for DC and a touchdown by DeAndre Swift for the Eagles. Once again, 7 7 there. Denver and Chicago plays under review. We're currently, right now, 7 to 6. Denver leads that James Cook second touchdown. quarter, 14.53 to go. James Cook did just punch it in for the Buffalo Bills. I like that. He's been cooking today. I want him to cook a little bit more. It is now 14 to 7, Buffalo over Miami. Baltimore currently leads 7 to nothing over Cleveland. Cleveland on the move with the ball inside Baltimore's red zone here. It is 4.20 to go in the first quarter. First and 10 for the Cleveland Browns. Carolina, third and goal into the first quarter. That is 7 nothing. Carolina. Houston currently leading the Pittsburgh Steelers 7 to nothing, and all tied oh, up geez, at dude. 3 apiece between the Tennessee Titans and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, game is at the uh, for in Elijah the Moore just took about a fifteen yard loss. Well, I would like to dig a little bit more. Don't run backwards. I want to dig a little bit more in this Indy and Rams game. Anthony Richardson one for two, seven yards, no interceptions, no touchdown. Richardson three carries for thirty four yards. He busted off for twenty three yards uh, as far as his longest is concerned. So nothing really happening on the offensive side of the ball for Indy. And what defensively, Stafford throwing it all over here, seven to ten yeah. for a hundred. Stafford's uh, in great this year. Williams got two touchdowns on the day. Mm. Man, that kid's a beast. All he does is score touchdowns. Except for last week when I had money on him. 
Kyron Williams. Yeah, but so far, Matthew Stafford, 7 for 10, 100 yards. Puka, I mean, Puka, three catches for 59, and Van Jefferson, two for 29 there. All right. Um, the other game here, let's take a, digger, uh, uh, a deeper dive. Sorry, on the box score. And, of course, I want to come to the one here. Play under review for Buffalo and Miami. Uh, two of five for five, 67. Stop me if you heard that before. Uh, A-chain, A-chan, uh, three carries for one, uh, one carry for three yards, one touchdown. Um, Tyreek, one catch for 19 yards. Waddle, one catch for 11 yards. And Smith, who I'm not too familiar with your game. Durham Smith, two catches for 30 yards there. Over to Buffalo, Josh Allen, 8 of 8. Nobody's playing any defense up in Buffalo. Nope. 37-30, final score. Cook, three carries for 13 yards. We like that. Kincaid, three catches for 21 yards. Davis, one catch for 18 yards, and that was the touchdown for Buffalo. Diggs, one catch for 17 yards. Knox, one catch Man, the enemy is in his yards. bag. Is he? <laughs> Turns out the guy's a good coach. Well, like, not- I mean, it, look, he's dealing with a Washington offense that hasn't been good under Ron Rivera. He gets Sam Howell as his starting quarterback. And, I mean, I th- I think for the most part, the enemy's done a good job with him. He's not know? the head coach. He's the offensive coordinator, though. Yeah, but, <laughs> but makes- he's the one who changes everything, though. Dude, like, this isn't Ron-, Ron Rivera has nothing to do with they this sh- offense. They needed to just make the enemy the head coach. They, they really did. They, you know, I think so. And. And who knows what's going to play, how that plays out. Maybe Biennemi gets another job somewhere, but whatever. He got uh, a, a new area or a new team to go to, and he's making the most of the, that opportunity. Sam Howell, 79 yards on a day. DeAndre Swift, four carries, 16 Another yards first down. Jeez. Wide open, huge play for Washington. Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. 24 yards down to the Eagles' 35-yard line. All right, enough of oh, that. Boy. Panthers currently lead the Vikings 10 to nothing. We're unable to score a touchdown from basically the one yard line. That's frustrating from a Panthers backer position. If you are out there with that ticket, it was four and a half on the spread. I backed the Vikings. Shame on me. Such a dumb play because that team is their own worst enemy and more continues to plague that offense as they turn the football over again. This time, 99 yards the other way. Unbelievable. All right, Texans and Steelers still 7-0 there. We got that live action in front of us. C.J. Stroud, 3 of 5 for 34 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Texans, as I said, up by a touchdown. 2.22 to go in the first quarter. It's now first and 10 from the Steelers' 23-yard line. We'll keep you up to date here. Uh, Stroud drops back. Nothing there. Getting rushed and almost through an interception. Again, that's they just got to make life difficult. I know it's easier than said than done, but you got to blitz the hell out of the young quarterback. If yeah, you, I think that's what they're going to gonna try their best to cause a bunch of chaos. If you let him sit back there he's in, and remain comfortable, those wide receivers that the Texans have are athletic enough to get open, and if he's got all day to sit back and remain relaxed – He's going to make you pay because that's what he's doing in these last couple weeks, and that's why the Texans have turned the corner here. Something that I did not believe I would ever say about the Houston Texans I know. in 2023. And, but it's happened so quick. You know, they, they nailed it with the quarterback. They believed that C.J. Stroud took him, and so far, I mean, he looks fantastic. But it's just the, the coaching, too. They, they're such a well-coached team. Yeah. And well, I D'Amico. think D'Amico Ryans just understands you know situations very well. Seems like he's pretty good at, at knowing when to go for things um, and really, you know, push forward and push ahead. I, I just, I, I love D'Amico. I think he's been excellent for that. All right. Uh, we got a Three box here as the commit. Ooh, that's going to be a penalty. Yep, and it was right on cue. Hopefully no one gets thrown out because the defensive backs are completely depleted for the Eagles, two of them. 
Sidney Jones, and then um, who was the other one that was the other safety that was out? There was two safeties that were out for them. Yeah, Sidney Brown and... Um, oh, Sidney Brown. Sidney Jones, Jones, yeah. <laughs> That's a blast from the past. Uh, Sidney Brown, yeah, Justin Evans, but I think Evans is back. I thought Evans I was out. I, thought, I know he had a neck injury. Yeah, both of and them. And he has been out. Okay. Yeah. Um, right now, first and goal from the two-yard line. Commander's about to go up 14-7 on the Eagles. Although... Pick. Pick. Oh, my goodness. How do you drop that? I was like, wow, they're going to make me pay for that one. It looked like Brandon Graham got the howl, forced the tip ball up in the air. I thought for sure somebody was coming up with that ball for the Eagles, and it did not happen. Uh, it is now second down as uh, the commanders have the ball. Yeah, need a little bit more of that, though. I mean, Howell's just getting a very clean pocket. You know, and, and as I said, I think Howell can play. Like, it, in good situations, you know, good, good, I mean, obviously favorable passing downs, all of that. I think Howell is competent enough that he can make some good throws, and we've seen that. But, I mean, he has way too much time, though. I mean, it, it's it's got to be a lot better from the Eagles' pass rush. Well, that's my number one area of uh, Yeah, and of so right, right now you look great. Fumble! Ball! I think they got it. Looks I think like the commanders it. are yeah. on it. That ball was absolutely loose. And that's my favorite thing to yell during a game. Oh, uh, yeah. Just screaming ball as loud as you can. Yeah, it's going to be a touchdown for the commanders. That sucks as they fumbled on the one-yard line. And... uh it is now 14-7, to Commanders, with a lead over the Eagles. All right, quickly on the full scoreboard here, updating everything. Bill's currently up 14-7. to It's looking like that ball is at the 50-yard line. Tua just slinging it again, remaining perfect here for the Miami Dolphins. Great hit. It looked like Nicholas Morrow was the one who made the hit. I think he's been playing very well. Yes, he has. Morrow has. And I had no idea who the hell he was up until about two weeks ago. Uh, the Broncos and Bears all knotted up at seven. It looks like the Bears are on the move inside the red zone there. Um, Ravens and Browns, seven to three. Baltimore with the lead. They're driving the other way with the ball at midfield right now. That game is currently in the first still. Two minutes and 17 seconds to go. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson so far on the day. Not his best, but again, yeah. with the expectations. Don't really have much for him. Uh, Ford, let's pull up his numbers. Three carries for 15 yards. Out of the backfield, any catches yet? It's looking like one grab for five one yards. One grab for five yards. We there like you that. go. Let's go. Two more, and we're cashing that ticket. Uh, to Cincinnati with Joe. And his notable Kareem Hunt is getting involved, too. Uh, he has three carries, 12 yards. So he is he is eating a little bit in that backfield. That's all right. I don't cool. care if he eats up the backfield. He's not going to catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where my guy, Ford, who is a just a mean man with the ball, get him the rock. Cincinnati Bearcat, Jerome Ford. Uh, speaking of Cincinnati, Bengals and Titans tied up at three. It looked like a big-time hit on Joe Burrow where it could have been an incomplete pass or a fumble. I believe it's ruled a fumble. Tennessee has the ball going the other way now. Yeah, that's definitely oh. a fumble. Man. What is, a hit. Yeah, that's a big-time hit on Joe Burrow there. And that is 100% a fumble. Is that a penalty, though? Because he did get underneath his face mask. No, yeah, that's, that's going the other way. Tennessee's ball. They got it. 50-yard wow. line, Tennessee with the ball there. Uh, the Rams and Colts, 14 to nothing. Again, if I'm wrong on that, don't don't correct me because we're moving on air. And who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the TV screen just completely changes, and I believe we're correct on that, but you never know. These things are Probably crazy. Not. Yeah. As I called two touchdowns for the Texans <laughs> and not one of them counted. The Rams are up 14 to nothing and driving again. What the hell is going on? Matthew Stafford turning back the hands of time. Slinging it, making this offense a machine. I thought, I thought Rams- he was. I thought he was cooked. I thought everybody said he wasn't good coming right. into the year. 
Uh, the Buccaneers and Saints, 3 nothing for New Orleans. That's the sleeper of the day so far. New Orleans has the ball at midfield. Uh, Vikings and Panthers, currently Panthers leading the Minnesota Vikings 10 to nothing. But Minnesota with the ball at the Carolina 13. Let's see if they can finally get on the board. 11.56 to go in the second quarter there. And the final game, live action right now, Tracy. The Texans currently lead the Pittsburgh Steelers 10 to nothing. Pittsburgh second and seven from their own 28. Kenny Pickett dropping back the pass. It's Pickens for a pass. That is good for three yards. Now up the 28-yard line there, third and five in that game. All right. We'll take a quick timeout. Our final timeout for the show here. Countdown to payout on we the We got other action, side. Brace. There's just so much action. Yeah, there's a lot to update, man. Touchdowns are happening out the wazoo. You know, like I like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Wait, that, was, <laughs> that wasn't that was the... You want to know where Lou Holtz is yeah, right that, now? Yeah, that wasn't the right sound by sound. <laughs> Touchdown! Countdown to payout right here on The Gambler, presented by Mal Chevy. Back after this. Spreads, totals, and all the prop bets in between. It's The Gambler. It's the one and only Deco Double G. No go, no go. You know what happened with the D-R-E? A-Chan, A-Chan, A-Chana, whatever. A-Chan? It could be A-Chan. I think it's A-Chan. He changed his name. We called it A-Chan, A-Chan, then he's A-Chan. Touchdown, though. Miami Dolphins now squared up at 14. All oh, beautiful play, man. In his bag, Mike McDaniel there once again. Gorgeous play. So much speed on that offense. But 14, 28 points, and they are just... In the second quarter, if I'm not mistaken. What's this, a, a run back? So, Mostert there, yeah, nice play there. Uh, they got a ton of playmakers on that offense. If you don't know, now you know. All right, countdown to payout coming down the home stretch here once again. Presented by our good friends over at Mall Chevy. Be sure to hear our good friend Dante. He'll be joining us. He's the general sales manager over at Mall Chevy. You're in the market for a new vehicle, whether you're buying, selling, flipping, general real estate. Listen to me, mixing both reads there. <laughs> As the tush push, fourth and one. You're struggling. You need some wings, Bryce. I do. <laughs> fourth and one. And it they looks got like it. they got they, it. Yeah. They got it. Uh, general sales Is that questions. Even a question, Bryce? From, as far as buying a new car, hit up our good friends over at mallchevy.com, the presenting sponsor. And maybe right they here. do real estate as well. Who knows? You know they what? Can do, they could do it all. Yeah. You know, business is business. <laughs> business is business. If you can Absolutely. sell a car, you can sell a house. All right. <laughs> you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Um, Great movie. There you go. Yeah, it looks like they're offside there. Okay. So far through the one o'clock, Jansen, what's the biggest thing that's sticking out to you the most? Could be a score, could be a play. What do you got? Points, points, points in Buffalo, Miami. I guess that does have to stand out. I mean, it, it's the game of the day, it's the game of the year so far. And so far, uh, it is absolutely. I've been everything that it's been billed to be. But I, I think the Rams. How about Matthew Stafford and the Rams? Yes. 17 points. You know, that, that, that offense and that team, we kind of counted out. Look, they're one and two this season, so it's not like they're having a great year. Mm-hmm. But you can't count Stafford out. I mean, they're going to be in the wild card picture, I think, for sure, with the way Stafford's playing. Uh, you know, McVay's great offensive coach as well. You know, they're going to have to find some defense at some point and maybe some help on the offensive end. 
because you know Pukanuku is great, but mm-hmm. they're going to need some help there offensively. Uh, and Cooper Cup, you know they they get some reinforcement reinforcements on the way with him. I just I love everything about that Rams offense so far this season, and they are putting it on the Colts. Yeah, that would be the number one that sticks out to me too as well. And and our uh, from Vise and Jonathan Von Tobel, he's been doing really well with this model that he created, and he's been crushing it. And the Rams were one of his top five plays this week, and I looked long and hard at that, but I just said I can't do it. They're on the road. I'm not going to believe. And they're off and running 17 nothing there. Speaking of reinforcements, quick dive on this one. We haven't talked about him at all. Alvin Kamara back in the mix for the New Orleans Saints. He's so far right now. That game is in the second quarter. 11-20 to go. 3 nothing. Kamara has three carries for 12 yards. Receptions, though. Talk to me. Six grabs for 16 yards. He's been targeted six times, caught all six balls. Really good stuff there as far as Kamara getting him involved in the workload. I believe he's he's in two of my, my drafts. I know I was able to grab him pretty late, so that's why I did. And I've been counting down the days to having him as an option. So it's good to see him getting involved. Right, Texans now. driving again. Texans are no joke, man. Stroud has got the boys believing down there in Houston. And they got great wide receivers all across the board. They do. It's it's really good skilled wide receivers. Yeah, young I mean, wide it's receivers. young wide receivers, kind of guys that maybe not household names, but yep. you know, Nico Collins, I love a lot. Uh, I think he's been great. And they got Dalton Schultz, too, in the offseason, which we're seeing a replay of. Yep. Uh, so they, yeah, they do. They they have a, an impressive young wide receiver group there. All right. Uh, scores from the break, just to let you know. No, we weren't looking for a Lou Holtz. Touchdown! Texans are the Panthers. They were up 10-7 to right now over the Vikings. And Justin Jefferson, come on down. He found the back of the end zone. He's got four grass for 37 yards and a touchdown so far for the Minnesota Vikings. Carolina driving, though. 9.36 to go in the second quarter there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rams still lead 17 to nothing over the Colts. It's still tied up at three apiece down there in Tennessee between the Bengals and Cincinnati. Ravens currently leading the Browns seven to three, 1234 to go in the second quarter. Anything happening in this game of substance right now? This one was supposed to be an easy game for Cleveland with Deshaun Watson, but once you remove him and you add in Dorian Thompson Robinson, backup quarterback, who's a rookie, good luck there. Well, yeah, I think we needed to make more of a of a thing about Baltimore's weapons on offense being injured. Uh, they don't have Odell Beckham Jr. They don't right. have Rashad Bateman. So look, it's going to be a Lamar probably running game so far. Two carries, twelve yards for a touchdown. Uh, they're getting Gus Edwards involved in the pass game you know it's it's going to be tough for them i mean they're giving targets to devin duvernay who's you know not not good enough i think as a as a wide receiver to be getting too many targets and he probably has to in this game so yeah I, look i i think baltimore's offense can grind out some points because lamar is so good but yeah I, I think it's was a tough i like baltimore in this game i bet him but that was that was always going to be the tough part is can they find anything in their passing game? We know the Browns defense is pretty good uh, with the injuries. How are they going to be able to move the ball? You know, so far, OK, but, you know, hopefully their defense can come up with a few more turnovers and that's how they could probably reach uh, a good enough number to end up winning. All right. And finally, we will end on this so far for the Philadelphia Eagles. Not the best start. Not great. But again, you play 60 long way to go. And the Commanders have looked good. It's now second and 10. I believe third and 10. It will be 14-7. Commanders lead. They have the ball with 
uh, about 9.58 to go here in the second quarter at the Eagles, or at their own 21-yard line. So second and 10, this is a spot for the Eagles to go ahead and, and put their foot down and say enough is enough and get the ball back to the offense. What happened on that first down? They picked it up on the tush push, and what, there was a penalty? Because then they punted. Yeah, it was a penalty. It was offsides on Landon Dickerson, so he they're, they're saying he lined up offsides Jeez. even though it looked like pain. His helmet, the crown of his helmet, it was touching Kelsey's helmet, so... I don't know. A, a little bit of a weird call, but yeah, they called a penalty offsides on Dickerson, punt. Washington's got a penalty. If they can call it on us, they will. They you will. know that. Exactly. All right, we will stay with you for this one right here. Just- and that's probably something, too. I, I imagine Washington or somebody around the league had to have been, hey, look out for that. Because that's not a usual call. Like, we don't see that very often. But I imagine because, you know, teams don't like that play, they, they had to, they had to put a spotlight on something. And maybe they are, you know, watch, watch how they're lining up. Uh, you know, guys are lining up off sides, things like that. Yep. All right. Final play for us here on Countdown to Payout presented by Mall Show. Good show today. Third and eight for the, for the Washington Commanders. Uh, Howell drops back and there's a sack. Look at this guy, man. Yeah. Nicholas Morrow. There you go. Nice work by the birds there to force a punt. Fourth down, and they should get this ball back in nice field position. All right, good stuff, John Jansen. Way to pick some winners. Anything for the four o'clock? You got a winner for me in the four o'clock? No, I didn't like the four o'clocks as much. I mean, I guess the, you know maybe the Chargers, but they're all the way up to a seven now with Aiden O'Connell in. Chiefs and Jets. That's down to an eight and a half. So yeah. I don't know if that could be a Travis play, Kelsey yeah. anytime touchdown plus it's a lot of big numbers. You know, maybe New England, but I'm not. I'm not a big fan of. The way Dallas's offense has been minus one twenty for Travis Kelsey, not plus money. Minus one twenty. We thought that that number would be ext- more high, like through the roof, as far as that open number. So minus one twenty. I'm all about that. As Joe Burrow just got absolutely killed again. That game is all tied up at three apiece. All right, I'm gonna for, be hearing that a lot this season. For John Jansen, I'm Sean Brace. We'll be back tomorrow. Brand new daily ticket at three p.m. Everybody, good luck on all your plays. Go Birds! And uh, once again, shout out to Mall Chevy. Be sure to check them out online at malchevy.com. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.